If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You're listening to Screen Heroes. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Screen Heroes podcast, episode 251. I am your host, Derek, and I have with me my two lovely co-hosts, Ryan hello, and Ray. Hello. Hello, hello. Welcome back, everyone. This week, we are taking a look at the 2021 reboot of Mortal Kombat, another video game adaptation flick. Last week, For our 250th episode, if you missed it, we kicked off our new monthly segment, MCU Revisited, with 2008's Iron Man, looking back at the first MCU film in a post-Infinity Saga world. So you can go take a listen to that. Don't forget, you, of course, you can watch us live Tuesday nights on our Facebook page, Screen Heroes Podcast Facebook page, and chat with us. So thank you to everybody who does join us live this week. And Ray, I think you were going to kick us off and and start the conversation. So, yeah, uh, Mortal Kombat. It was, I mean, is there a movie? Is there anything you guys want to talk about before we talk about Mortal Kombat? (laughs) I mean, Uh, there will be Carnage trailer came out. Sure. We could talk about that. We could talk um, about that. It was shaky cam and dark, and I couldn't see shit. Yeah, it was basically like, I mean, oh, okay, so there's the first scene, right, where you get to see Venom making Eddie Brock breakfast, which I loved, right? We all love that interaction or like that kind of interaction between the two of them mm-hmm. in the first one. That was like the, the I think oh, most people did. That's why it was so successful, despite being a shitty ass movie. Um, <laughs> but this one right after that scene is just like a bunch of random darkness and shit that was exactly like the first movie the things we didn't like in the first movie so i don't know i'm hoping they're leaning more into the things that people seem to like and i actually enjoyed like that breakfast scene and less into the dark rainy fights where you can't see anything that's going on because it's two literally blobs of something fighting each other right yeah, it was hard to see what was going on in most of the trailer. It was even a little hard to hear what the symbiote was saying. Yeah, it's not like Arnold moments. Schwarzenegger. It was like a, a bad impersonation of him. Yeah. 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 So like at the at the tail end when they have the scene in the convenience store, like I'm I, I'm not entirely sure what the symbiote said. 
It wanted to eat Mrs. Kim. Right. I got that because because Tom Hardy says that. Right, but it says now we eat Miss Kim or something like oh, that. Is that yeah. is that what the line was? Okay. Yeah. See, I, I couldn't even like really pick that out. And yeah, you know, I know it was supposed to be the big reveal of Woody Harrelson's carnage. And you couldn't even see it. Yeah, you couldn't even see it. Mm-mm. It was but thank God they got rid of that stupid fucking wig. Oh my <laughs> god. This was much better, yeah. Yeah, it, this was rough. And don't do Woody Harrelson dirty like that. That wig was awful. Yeah, he's yeah, too good of an actor good. for that nonsense. He's just too good of a person. He's a really good person. <laughs> he doesn't deserve that. I mean, that's fair. I do really hope that the movie does a better job explaining how he becomes carnage than that trailer seemed to depict, because I don't know why you would take a murderous prisoner and then test that type of thing. No, it looks like they were giving him lethal injection. Like he had already yeah. gotten the symbiote and the lethal injection, like triggered Activated the it? carnage to yeah come out. Interesting. That's better. That's, That's better. what I was thinking too. Okay. But you're right. It wasn't necessarily clear. <laughs> if we are sitting here debating this, then there's <laughs> clearly an issue. Yeah. yeah, I mean, explaining the entire backstory of Carnage in a two-minute trailer is probably not. I don't want the know. entire backstory. You know, he's just he's been in jail. So how did he get it? Well, I mean, the well, they the, hinted at it in the end of the first one. The comic backstory is that Eddie Brock and Cletus were uh, cellmates. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to throw out a hot take here. Carnage is overrated and I'm not really looking forward to him at all in this movie. It's he's there's nothing interesting about him. He's literally just like violent for fun. Right. And that's as interesting as the character gets. Anytime anybody says that Carnage is, like, is, their, is their favorite character, I judge them so harshly because there's nothing redeemable about the character that's interesting yeah. at all, except he comes up with fancy ways of killing people. So hot take here uh the symbiote is basically vd or you know coronavirus like a little bit gets on somebody and all of a sudden they have a symbiote now so i like these movies are not going to be that interesting to me the first one was funny when it wasn't trying to be funny or maybe like tom hardy was the only one who thought he was in a comedy or something so I, I am going to watch it because it's on our list of shit that we are going to review. But I, it's it's a thing. Guys. You didn't think that that first scene was cute at all? No, that was fine. The breakfast scene was fine. No, I didn't. That's, it, when the ketchup exploded, I laughed. That was pretty. I thought that was pretty funny. It's a weird take on Venom, admittedly. Like. If you're a Venom fan from the comic books, yeah, this doesn't seem like it's really going to be your bag. Um, I did think the scene where he smashes the spider and says there's no saviors, or like the, the Woody Harrelson's voiceover says something about no saviors, right, as it smashes the spider was interesting. Like, that's clearly lining up that Spider-Man isn't around. Like, maybe this is when he can't be Spider-Man because everybody knows his identity or something. There you go. Yeah. Who knows? <clears throat> I, I guess I just because the movie's been delayed so much due to COVID and everything, and they finally released a trailer somewhat like unannounced ahead of time. I was maybe just expecting a little bit more from it. You know, that's all like that opening scene's great, but I have a feeling that that's like only in the first act and the rest of the movie is just blobs fighting each other. Yeah, you would think they would like I'm worried that they didn't 
learn from the first one what why people liked it rachel you hit on it and it was that you know everybody else thought this was a serious movie and that there was at some point it became a comedy whether the actors involved <laughs> knew it or not like the interactions between eddie brock and venom were pretty funny for most yeah. people like him just being this hungry thing that's like like for food or humans or whatever um was maybe unintentionally funny and that's what worked in the first one but i'm worried that they're not they didn't learn their lesson about the things didn't people didn't like about the first one which was dark blobs fighting each other mm-hmm. essentially right. so yeah i'm with you there i i really am because i think that that's that was the key was that relationship it was different it was fresh it was new you, you know yeah he's an anti-hero but it was such a different take on things that i think that's what really drove people to it and uh the the final act is like very pained by numbers it doesn't really hold up yeah i'm worried this is gonna be the same way it absolutely yep. like that's that's kind of the problem because you remove tom hardy's take on eddie out of it and it is very uh early like early like, 2000s yeah. like like early 2000s superhero movie yeah if that makes any sense it's super basic. What it feels like. like the climactic ending it feels like it was directed by michael bay which is not a compliment like it's very transformers where everything is just clashing together and you can't tell who is who and it doesn't make any sense and mm-hmm. uh i just like eddie brock was unique and tom hardy's portrayal of him was unique because he clearly was like okay i'm gonna play this guy as a serious journalist but i'm gonna play it like i'm in a comedy like the rest of the world is funny and i'm a serious guy and uh his take on it was amazing like i think tom hardy did the best job of the entire film but it's just can you ride that high like is one person enough to keep your franchise going or is one gimmick enough or like it's got to be something different and I like that he was a departure from uh where the comic started because you know that was not how Eddie Brock in the comic started it was really more of what Topher Grace gave us uh, now he was absolutely ridiculous for the, all the wrong reasons, but his origin and his motives and stuff like that were a little more similar to the comics. Yeah, I think the Hot Topic card is going to latch on to the carnage, and if it's successful, then that's probably most of the reason why. Mm. You know, same people that really loved Joker are going to love Carnage for probably the similar reasons. And so like we say you say the hot topic crowd uh, like we're talking about little kids and teenagers well but i'm an old man now so it's, yeah, that's it, it probably thing. is like gen z is not about these characters at all they do not hype them up at all it's it's shitty millennial incels that get yeah. behind these characters and you know they still and they have money so they'll go see the movie multiple times just like they did with joker you know this has gone down an interesting dollars (laughs) we are are down a path um i i think one of the best things sony could do is find some way to unofficially recognize 
the existence of the MCU. You know, I get that it's not in a canon MCU film, but they don't they can do lots of things that can still reference that it's within continuity. Right. Yeah. I can't imagine these stories are going to be large enough to impact the MCU stories, but the fact that it's off on its own and this tiny little side pocket is a little weird right now. Um, and I, I, I think they'll address it. They just need an after credit scene. That's like Eddie going to interview somebody and he walks into the room and it's Michael Keaton's character from, uh, from Spider-Man in jail. There you go. And then it cuts to black, just like they're doing Morbius or whatever. Yeah, exactly like that. Yeah. They, even they just have Michael Keaton be the linchpin between all these villain perfect. movies. I'm good with it. I'd be down for that because my biggest fear is that every single Venom movie is just going to feature another symbiote. Yeah, no, God. He's going to just spread Venom literally everywhere, like VD or coronavirus (laughs) or both. And, you know, we're going to get new symbiotes every time because there's there's a million of them. So they could yeah. do it. Each one less interesting than the last. <laughs> I do like the idea, though, of Michael Keaton both being the key to the Sony uh, Marvel verse and also Flashpoint in the DCEU. <laughs> He's really just the linchpin of all superheroes in general. He's the nexus of the yeah. entire superhero continuum. It always returns to Keaton. <laughs> I'm good with it. It's fine. Me too. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. There's definitely worse people to go with. That is oh, more definitely. interesting. If they are building a Sony MCU Sinister Six collection, that's so much more interesting than, you know, goo villain of the week. Absolutely. Well, right, because it has the same issue that we've talked about with uh, the earlier Marvel movies is that the villain has the exact same power set as the hero. You know, and it's just, I'm, I I think we're all just kind of over that. We are over that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. Uh, You want to take a break (laughs) and then we'll talk Mortal Kombat. Sure. Let's do it. Yeah. We'll take a short break. And when we come back, we're talking Mortal Kombat 2021 available on HBO Max. This is your spoiler warning for this and i guess the original mortal kombat movie and the games and the deep deep lore that exists within mortal kombat games we'll be right back everybody lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, and we are back, everybody, talking Mortal Kombat 2021. Where do you want to start, Ray? All right, so what was your guys' <laughs> least favorite part of the movie? <laughs> least favorite part? That's a tough one. 
Um, the fact that it wasn't the original 1995 version. Oh my God, guys! <laughs> if you go back and listen to this ep- uh, the episode where we review the 1995 Mortal Kombat, Ryan actually tears up because he hated it so much, and because because, because I hated it so much that I loved it. Like it was so <laughs> bad that I just like embraced everything that was happening. Yeah, and yeah, it. Yeah. So that's episode 205. For anybody wondering, that was a year ago, May 28th, 2020, we talked the 1995 Mortal Kombat. I don't even remember what I teared up about specifically. It was something with the way <laughs> they were, were fighting. You were laughing so hard. You were crying on <laughs> the show. It, it like, was amazing. That's the only time that's happened during the show. So. It has to be the reptile fight, right? It might have been. I, I only was mad. I'm only mad that that didn't happen in person so that you guys could have shared the tears with me in real life. Well, you know, coronavirus kills our spirits every day. That's right. Here's one thing that the 1995 Mortal Kombat has that this movie doesn't have. The actual tournament. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. this It's a fighting game. There, I, I get that there's a bunch of characters and there's weird loose connections between most of them and everything like that. But it's not known for its story. Just give us the fucking tournament. Did you read why they didn't do the tournament? Because they wanted to do it later? No, because they <laughs> wanted it to not be compared to the 1995 movie where they did the tournament. Oh, yeah. fuck that. We're going to compare it no yeah. matter what. Like, <laughs> what on. are you You're thinking? Expect- right. Nobody in that room was like, but it's the same characters. Like, nobody, right. like, <laughs> you know, or it's the same title. So, it's based wait, on the wait, same game. Can we just be clear? You guys did not like this movie? Okay. So there were a couple parts in it that I found enjoyable, but for the most part, I found it really forgettable. Like it's not even laughably bad. Like the first one is, or Annihilation is like even worse than that, but it's just, it's a fighting film. That's not really about the fighting. The stunts are not really that great. And the CGI, not that great. Right. The small moments that are fun, like why I showed up, are few and far between. So, and way too short when they're there. Like, Mm -hmm. we've definitely reviewed worse films. Yeah. Right. We've done a ton that are worse, in my opinion. I don't, I'm very much with way where where it's just really forgettable. I kind of nothing this movie. Yeah. I don't hate it. It didn't like bring up any strong emotions for me negatively, but also not positively. I mean, also you didn't need to remix the song. Just use the song. It's yes, the greatest thing please. to ever come out of that movie. That yep. made me so angry. What a waste. Yeah. I'm with you there. hundred percent. I think like the like, problem is there is... another song that hypes you up as much as a mortal Kombat theme from 1995. Like, but I think that's no. the key. The key is the 1995 film felt like they like really went as far out as they could with so much passion and love for the game, but they were limited by money, by technology, you know, and just physical constraints for what they could do. This movie doesn't have any of those constraints. They've got a hundred million dollars they've got modern cgi special effects and somehow this isn't really an improvement yeah the okay so (laughs) this i'm going to compare this kind of to ghostbusters 2016 this movie went so far out of its way to distance itself from the first movie that it became a huge thing that like hugely noticeable that they were trying to do first it was the tournament right you know what would have made this movie 20 times better when Liu kang shows up in the desert it looked like Robin's shoe, the outline 
from the first movie, the big hair, all that stuff. Make it old Robin shoe and have it connect to the first movie. And then you can, you know, you don't have to change up the characters a little bit. Obviously, you know, Sonia and Kano and whatever. But you could have, you could have just de- made that universe deeper and leaned on the success of the first one instead of just being worried that you're like too close that people are going to compare it. That you know would have I mean? been really cool. That would have been so much better. People would have loved that, right? At there are over like well, 50 different characters that could have used. Right. And here's the thing, though. They're so worried about comparing it to the first film. Why? Why are they? Why? Why did they go into making this worried about the 1995 film? Honestly, I would have been more concerned about being compared to the uh, miniseries, the web series that was done, because truthfully, that was good storytelling. That was a lot great fight scenes well done acting and choreography like jerry ryan of all people was sonia fucking blade and that She's is cool, awesome though. yeah why can't the character sonia blade get anything worthwhile in these movies she was not worth anything in this movie she wasn't worth anything in the 1995 movie no. well and it's, it's really glaring in this one too because mostly she's the only woman in the movie with very she's few a, exceptions she's and an exposition dump is she, all she is, is. All she, she is. is absolutely the exposition dump and, and for 80 percent of the movie she's not even really involved she's just kind of like tagging along yeah they're more like just you you don't have a tattoo so you have to just hang back you can't do it okay the tattoos are the dumbest fucking no, things the arcana is the dumbest oh god thing. i hated that like oh you if you reach enlightenment you get special powers and Except that your special like, powers are no. also technology and no. like okay well, like jacks for example <laughs> yeah jacks and kano it's like okay is Ar- arcana the word inspires the thoughts of magic right like mm-hmm. fireballs sure that could, arcana Arcana does not mean you get like super technical giant robot arms when you right. like what well, it's supposed to be something that's in your soul right that comes from your soul or whatever and so before he got his arms ripped off his soul was that he had giant robot arms right like or, or a laser a laser is not magic you know so calling it Arcana is stupid I, okay, I, I so listeners, what's the dumbest thing, the arcana or the dragon tattoos? I want to just throw out there that I also thought the dumbest thing is the fact that they give us this exposition dump, like so much exposition dump, only to just basically tell us at the end of the movie that none of it actually matters. Nobody has to follow the rules and you can just do whatever you want. Yeah, and also you can drop <laughs> your arcana instantly off screen. All of a sudden, it turns into whose line is it anyway? The points don't matter. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's the, enti- the entire premise of the movie is that the Outlanders don't care about the rules, and Raiden's not really gonna bother doing much about it. That's the entire plot of the movie. Why was Raiden even in this Outland? Movie? Because what did Raiden, made- Raiden do the whole movie? Because he's cool looking. People like him, so he's in the movie. That's, I mean, that's that's why he's Sub Zero and Scorpion are in I the movie. I guess at least he wasn't a white guy in this movie. Yeah, yeah. So that's a plus, I guess. The casting, the casting was certainly good. I liked the cast. I thought they did a decent job with the casting. It was just written super poorly. What was I don't the know point how of you... the main character? Can anybody tell me? He's not a character from the game, and he's basically the most boring character in the movie. Like, so, let's have this failed failed MMA fighter be our guy that defends our realm. Right. What? 
Cole Young, yeah. It, it felt like the idea was, and this is just my my perspective, it felt like he was supposed to be like the audience's avatar. Eye, yeah. Right, exactly. Into yeah, the that's film. what I thought too. But I also, uh, it's just like an amateur screenwriter myself wouldn't have been that dumb. Yeah, I mean, did you feel like in the first one you were left out because Liu Kang was the main that's the that's the thing right like were you lost johnny cage you had johnny cage who was kind of like a guy that didn't buy into all this stuff but well you you need someone who doesn't buy into it i mean sonia is still your normal character who doesn't have superpowers for most of the movie she easily could have been the everyday person lens instead she was the person that knew everything about the tournament which it's not a real good look at all to have your one woman with an actual role be the one who's done all the work ahead of time the one who finds people to uh that have the dragon tattoos and who uh can't participate until the very end mm-hmm. right. you know that's not a great look guys like everything about it is bad and sonia is not my favorite character from the game but as like the blonde white chick who was literally the only female in the first game i get why you want to go with her all the time but now but now there's been so many other games with so many other female characters like who cares if she was the first character in the first game or first female character in the first game you have so many characters to choose from melina so dirty like that was rough she's basically a demon spawn right did she even have more than like one line i don't even no. did she even have one line it's been I thought like she had a quip watched it. i thought she had a quip it when she yeah. first thought fought sonia I thought she had like a one-liner, but I could be wrong. And that that in itself is a problem, right? That like, we're not even really sure if she spoke. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the best scene in the whole movie was the opening scene with Sub-Zero yes. and Scorpion. Yeah. That, and- that got me hyped. I was like, this is going to be a good fucking movie. And then it went to Cole and I'm like, mm, never mind. Yeah, big. It's a, it's a big problem. And like, the the even just the settings are a bit of an issue too because all, most of the movie is set like in this one dinky little rink that they've built yeah like we spend half the movie there your locations do not need to look like actual game levels i that bothered me about the first movie and annihilation like you it you can fight literally anywhere they don't have to look like the games like stop it it can happen anywhere if i was making this movie i would worry about being compared to some of the other recent video game adaptations that have been decent and have been well received at least between tomb raider detective pikachu and sonic like these are well received popular films that looked good whether or not had better cgi and (laughs) And The Rock. God damn it, a better story. Like, right? really how did Rampage have a better story? <laughs> right? Like, it's just ridiculous. And so, I don't know. I don't know where the money went. I don't understand the, the thought process for the story. Like, I just, I just don't understand, like, with all the exposition dump that they do, why we needed to know that much history for a, for a tournament that they don't even do in the movie. Like you're not even telling us because we need we're gonna see it. You're telling us a bunch of stuff that we don't even get to see because the bad guys just decided not to do it. 
Right. <laughs> and I think that's the biggest gripe for me is that you wasted all of this time with all of this exposition for no reason. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And the I didn't even feel like the nods to the fans were good enough. Like it does not do me any good as a katana fan to actually see her fucking fans in the background like it, it no just cast her in the movie and give me the showdown i've wanted to see live action for years and that's melina versus katana to except that re- would have been trash in this movie if they did it because everything yeah, else the was fights were horrible can we talk about how many jump cuts they had even though they had actual martial artists play these characters like you know what i find really funny about this is you guys never comment on the number of jump cuts that there are i'm always the one that brings that up and you so are. If you it was pretty blatant that, it was pretty you, bad then it must have been real bad like, yeah. you can tell that the actress who plays sonia is in damn good shape and did a lot uh for this movie it it had to be a choreography issue right they just didn't hire choreographers that could handle the fight scenes that they were trying to write that has to be what it is i don't think it's the cast again like i don't think they're the problem in this movie i think this is an example of the right the casting agents doing their job and a bunch of other people not doing their job you know why the Robin Shoe fights were so good in the first one is because one, he was a real martial artist. And then two, he was also one of the choreographers for the for the film. So you you everything he does is stuff that's natural for him, right? It's not somebody else planning something out for him. It's something he feels flows naturally. This movie, right. not none of the fights felt like they flowed naturally. No. Um well you you've know, seen better fights on arrow. Yeah, really I mean, we've seen better fights in almost every superhero media across the board. I mean, it was bad. Um, and like that's the whole point of the movie too like this isn't like yeah. a secondary thing that we're picking on it's a fighting game movie it's the entire point right and it still wasn't very good you know like the, the kano scene you know where they keep tripping them over and over again like it's funny for a second but you're also like realizing maybe it's because they just couldn't choreograph anything better well it's 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 a joke referencing the fact that you can Liu Kang spam sweep people and like mm-hmm. in, in the game and it's super but it's super frustrating in the game to get that done and it was super frustrating to watch in this it wasn't funny to, it was funny the second time was funny and then they just kept going with it right and it's I'm like a, okay it's a joke that people like me who are button mashers can beat people who are really good at you know, figuring out the codes and uh, the combinations. Like, I get it. But that doesn't need to be in the movie. It really doesn't. And I'm sorry, but Kano was literally the best part of this film. Oh, easily. That guy had a lot of fun on set. And, you know, I keep hearing everybody say that. I like, okay, some of his jokes landed, but a lot of his stuff was like racial jokes and stuff like that. And I didn't really find much of that funny personally. He just felt like the only character that really had any true personality to it. Yeah, that, Every, that is definitely true. Yeah. The I, only I one think that that's like my, showed up ready to act and play a character. I think everybody else saw the script, realized how bad it was and kind of checked out. And Josh Lawson was like, no, I'm going to go so hard into this, you know, and, and that's, that's just what he did. So he just comes off more um genuine than than the other roles did i think at least to me 
I'm not saying that I like the character or anything oh, like that. Yeah. You know, I just think that he 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 brought his A game to the role and I think everybody else kind of checked out a lot of the time. I personally found Liu Kang to be a giant wuss. Sure. Yeah. He was not anywhere near the quality of the first movie. I mean, right? The, like, Robin that's another Shoe reason why amazing. I was, yeah, that's another reason why I was like, why didn't they just bring him back? It would have been so much better. By the way, I do want to mention this because I learned this because of this movie. There's actually a term for, uh, you know, there's like black exploitation. This is a very specific genre. What sure. Kano was doing in this movie and what like Crocodile Dundee and a lot of those, there's actually a specific term for that. Did you guys know this? I did no. not. Ozploitation. I did not know that. It's when like you, they dig into like the Australian stereotypes really hard. Uh, like I said, Crocodile Dundee and like this character. And there's been a lot of other examples, but I didn't know that. I learned that because of this movie. I was watching an Australian guy that was talking about this movie and he, he mentioned that. And so I looked it up. That's super interesting. interesting. Yeah, I had no idea that was like a yeah. genre into itself. That's, I mean, and it's fair. I never really thought about it, um, but it's an interesting point. It is very interesting. It's something that I have to have to put some more thought into. Does uh, Mad Max count? Like the old stuff with uh, I don't know if like Mel the Gibson? I don't think the original one would because uh, he wasn't like going into the stereotypes, but it definitely got closer in the sequels. Yeah. I still don't think it was far enough though. It's a little like darker and grittier than yeah. this turned out to be. But... Yeah, it's usually done for comedy, I think, just like right. kind of black exploitation stuff is. So it's what like... about uh, Jai Courtney, uh, Boomerang's character? Yes, I would say that's definitely, for me, I would assume that's that. I don't know. I'd have to watch it again. It wasn't something I thought about. So That's interesting. Oh. Yeah, I had no idea. Ozploitation, if anybody wants to look it up, it's definitely yeah, <laughs> it it's... opened my eyes a little bit. Um, but Ryan, to your point about like, you know, connecting it to the first movie and stuff, I think, I think what you're saying is just like the antithesis of what these people had in mind for some reason, they were so scared of the 1995 movie. They wanted to stay as far away from it as possible. That in itself is confusing to me. Right. Cause yeah. like why that first movie, it's a bit of a cult classic because it's cheesy because the, the special effects just weren't ready yet. And they just didn't have the money to put into it. And so it's something that isn't like, doesn't hold up well over time, but we still have a place in our heart for it because you could tell that they really cared for it. Why not dial into that? Why not try and, and bring that forward? And people would complain about the characters, but you could have literally just used like Johnny Cage and Sonya and Liu Kang as like the guidance, like the, the, the mentors, right? And well, they wanted to save Johnny Cage for some sequel that may never happen. Well, that's the problem is everybody is making movies in terms of franchises. They're like, right. we can't go so hard in the first one so that there's places to go in the second but i don't really care like i actually think if they wanted to do something completely different full of fight scenes they should have done a mortal combat origin story where the gods created the tournament and you see people like cetrion and raiden and shinnok just go at it with like ungodly power and it but it then the sequel would have been stupid by comparison it would have looked like a bunch of like 
children fighting on the playground compared Which to two gods fine. fighting you know what i mean but to ray's point it though it's it's okay gods. to go all in though because you don't know if you're getting a sequel so in this case they had an idea for like it was something like no joke like four or five films yeah and they're like well we're gonna save this for this one we're gonna save this for this one okay but we may never get to see any of those. So give us everything that you got now. Give us all of your A plus ideas in the first film and then worry about the sequel. Well, supposedly they didn't use Johnny Cage in this one because they didn't. They thought with Kano in that role that there would be too many like wisecracking white people <laughs> in the movie. I get that. That's a reasonable thing. Like you. I... You don't need to overdo it on the same kind of characters. I mean, we've seen that a million times before. So I totally understand that. And the Asian representation in this film is some of the best I've seen in a very long time. So that was pretty great too. I don't really care for Johnny Cage. <laughs> He's I never... always been my favorite character. So it was sad for me. Oh, yeah, it's the name recognition, though, too, because a lot of people don't know these games, but they know a lot of the name drops. That's why Sub-Zero is so popular. People know the name and they know kind of what the mask looks like. Right. And they know the name Johnny Cage. So you use him in your first film to draw in your external audience. Right. That isn't the core gaming audience. And you can even kill him off in that movie if you want to bring in Cassie Cage later as like fighting for her, her sure. father's honor or whatever you know sure yeah i mean even to connect if they connected to the 95 they could have still used the same sub-zero and scorpion and just been like these are the evolutions of these characters like you know the, these characters get killed and brought back a bunch they reference it in this movie that no one's ever really dead or whatever yeah which and by the way is not a good thing to do in your first no. movie either because and, and they do do it because scorpion dies in the movie and comes back at the end to kill sub-zero but like why should we care They'll just there's be... a throwaway line at the end right yeah so yeah i mean they could have it, easily been connected to the 95 movie without much you know work it just pulls a lot of the me. punches though because then does any of it matter right the bad guys can cheat the gods don't care people die they resurrect i mean what what's the what's it actually at stake here yeah. there's no weight to anything in this movie and that's a huge problem Right. And, but that's the thing, though, about Mortal Kombat. There's no weight to the games. You you die, you come back, and that's it. The problem is there's no cohesive, intelligent story in the game. So trying to come up with one for the movie it should be done loosely. If they want to make a ton of these films, they don't need to be connected by one single hero who's trying to keep his family safe. They need to be done as anthology films. Like, okay, we're going to have these two face off. We're going to have these face off. And because, I mean, I was there for the gore. I was there to see some of those silly fatalities in uh finally on screen and they gave me some of those but they also didn't live up to what they could have done and if a guy can make a web series with much better fights and story then you should have just hired him yeah just do the tournament just do a fighting tournament 
you know, this there's been the whole thing was based on. Like, it doesn't have on. to be deeper than that. You want to do the outworld thing and do some basic explanation for why there's a tournament. I mean, that's fine, but just do the tournament. Show us the fights. You can go through a, whatever characters you want, kill off whoever you want. And then if you get a sequel, then you can tell us how nobody's ever really dead and bring back whoever you want. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have like, that's the thing. I, I, it doesn't have to be that complicated. I'm going to throw out a hot take here for you guys. Another one. So many hot takes tonight. Lots of hot takes. Steam. Goro CGI in this movie looked better than the 95 movie, but the practical Goro from the 1995 movie looked significantly better than the CGI Goro in this movie. Thoughts? My hot take is that this Goro looked like a B-grade Mark Ruffalo Hulk. I couldn't stop seeing it. It was distracting as hell and they just shouldn't have done it. But but it looks better than the 1995 version. It's been 25 years. I would hope that a movie with, you know, four times the budget and 25 years of technology would do a better job, but it still didn't look good. That's the problem, right? It doesn't, it's not that it, it didn't have to look better than the 1995 version. It had to look good by today's movie standards and it didn't. Okay. But what about the practical Goro from the 1995 movie? Do you think the that fact that, that it better? was, I mean, yes, uh, all puppetry and uh, they worked really hard on it. I tend to give that Goro more love because more effort and passion went behind it and, and it I, just looked better it like, looked better it holds opinion, up it just, yeah like, like that's even, the key it holds up right this doesn't hold up now when the movie came out in 10 years it's going to look even worse but practical effects don't age like that it's just not the way that that works and if you don't have the money to do it then don't do it I don't know why they were like, oh, we can't do Johnny Cage, but we can do Goro. Yeah, and we're going to kill him off. It's From just a such... guy whose power is to like grow armor and absorb. It's... Okay, kine- so his power is kinetic you know, energy. His power is kinetic my energy. Black Panther. Hot take. Yeah. <laughs> Growing armor is kind of a cool power set, but it was mishandled. Like, the armor that, looked really cool. I'll that, say that that could have been done in a much better way uh, like there are a couple x-men out there who have similar abilities and i think are really cool darwin uh and husk oh yeah yeah. Husk. so yeah i i think that could have been awesome and it was just it was dumb like it was dumb <laughs> yeah it was like uh, his armor just starts glowing whenever he takes a punch. I'm like, oh my god, is his power getting the crap beat out of him? Because yes, it, it literally <laughs> is. That's literally that's, his power. That's who's defending Earthrealm. That's the person that we were like, we're gonna give this guy Earthrealm to defend from birth. He's gonna have a tattoo signifying that he's the true one. This guy that lost like 20 MMA fights in a row. I, I don't know why you just don't make him inherit like the scorpion ability which is and, the way and, they were setting it up the whole movie and then right and done. he's he's new scorpion whatever you want to call him that at least makes more sense and is more interesting because it's a cooler visual anyway and then you ended get... up being any of the other ninjas too like sure. we get a really bad version of reptile and yeah reptile looked better in this one than he did in the 95 movie but the bar wasn't that high 
he's again he still didn't look good like like this movie's budget was around 55 million dollars so it's not like marvel movie budget i understand that then maybe don't do a couple of these characters you right? didn't have to waste money on rico and natara who were clearly added to the film just so they could kill people off but I think they burned a lot of their money on Reptile and Goro. You don't need to do a CGI character if you don't have the money. Do something else. There are 50 characters to choose from. Well, we saw know? in Suicide Squad, Croc, uh, Killer Croc was done with yeah. practical effects. You could do Reptile in both his human form and then also do a Reptile mask. Yep. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, instead you do this weird scene where he's not there half the time because you probably couldn't afford to do it the whole time. You know, and it just, when you do see him, it doesn't look good. It just isn't, it isn't good. Don't do CGI characters if you can't afford to do them well because people are doing them really fucking well now. Whether you like Detective Pikachu or not, those Pokemon all look pretty freaking amazing. If you can't look as good as Detective Pikachu, don't do CGI. <laughs> that's the bar detective pikachu you're either below it or above it guys i mean i kind of feel like that now because those are completely fictional cartoon characters if you can't make your stuff look as good as them or better hopefully don't do it that's my take i mean you're not wrong no i i mean <laughs> i never saw detective pikachu so i have no opinions on it but I mean, these these characters were not good. And if you know you only have this much budget, then maybe do characters that you can do practically and not, uh, yeah, not yeah, have to do that kind of crap. Like the opening scene, the first 10 minutes of that film belong in a completely different film. They are so good. And maybe they should have just kept going with that. Just have an entire movie about how vicious and savage the Lin Kuei are and how like honorable Scorpion is and uh, uh, and like well, a whole uh, redemption through hell. And did they ever explain like on. how Sub-Zero's family like got the cold powers? No. Is it, like this guy just has cold powers and he's fighting our, his arch nemesis who has no powers other than just being a good fighter. Yeah. And then develops fire powers because he goes to hell. And apparently yeah. has just been cheating on the terminate tournament for thousands of years. Like, it was that was really weird. Like I love the old like rivalry and like you know that kind of stuff, but yeah, that was weird. You, you just have this guy show up that can manipulate the power of ice and and whatever else around him, but he's like this is oh. his this is his arcana. I, I'm guessing, but everybody, group everybody else has an explanation for. Uh, any magical abilities that they have except for him and it is implied that he's not the only member of the Lin Kuei who can do that and then he's lived thousands of years without explanation as well yeah well because so, he's from the outland right so time moves differently he's not I don't from know. there he's he, not. Was, uh, he was there he was from the real world uh, and he and went out there yeah, yeah. well I but so that. one of kano's guys was like that too right yeah um, what's yeah, his that's face true. um the speedy uh, guy yeah i forget his name but um yeah like so it was that, that was definitely 
all over the place. But even Sub-Zero's powers, which by the way, just from a power perspective, he's my favorite of the Mortal Kombat characters because I love ice powers. I think it's just a cool concept. And I don't even think they were used very well in this. The scene with when they're, you know, Jax is trying to drive, you know, Cole around. It's really like they're throwing slushy slush yeah, all over the car. Really damage anything. <laughs> no, the coolest <laughs> scenes were when he froze Scorpion's blood and used it as a dagger. Yeah, was and that then- was the only cool choreography in the movie for me when yeah. he broke off Jax's arms i did like, like the gun the... moment the oh. gun moment was cool you know where yeah. he's freezing the bullets as that was kind of cool but i feel like those are the three moments in the movie that look substantially good well that's and... when whoever be it the director the screenwriter or the fight choreographer knew what to do with his powers that mm-hmm yeah. Can we talk about like the whole third act of the movie or like the whole like climactic showdown of the movie? How the main character of the movie was literally just punching the shit out of his family mm-hmm. to, to while somebody else fought the big bad guy for him. <laughs> I mean, what a stupid way to end the movie. And not only that, okay, so Raiden has the power to teleport anybody anywhere, right? Yeah. They mentioned that. So why doesn't he just like teleport this whole group together to each individual bad guy so they can all team up and fight each one by themselves like when they're alone and just fuck each one of them up Um, but you know what i mean like or wait till shang sung is on the toilet or something and then teleport them because raiden can't interfere until he does yeah he can only interfere like when he feels like it i mean (laughs) But that's, again, the problem, right? Like, the bad guys do whatever they want. They've won, you know, every time by a landslide. And Raiden's like, mm, I'm waiting. I'm going to wait. I'm going to give you a minute. And then when there's no time left in the movie, it's like, well, I guess I better do something. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah, it was really dumb. And I wanted to like it. Like, I really want, went into this wanting to like it because I, I did like the casting decisions. I figured with the new budget and the special effects, you know, of modern technology, they'd be able to make it l- at least look good. Mm-hmm. Right. But when you can't make it look good and you can't give me a story that makes any damn sense and the fighting choreography is trash, like, what am I watching this for? Because it's not a 1995 film. It's a 20, it was made in 2020. It was made in 2019 yeah you know so i just it was it was just a a nothing just boring kind of movie yeah no i mean i watched it we hadn't decided what we were doing this week and so i i watched it like the day it came out which i think was like two weeks ago or maybe even like three weeks ago now yeah it's but been a it's, little while. So I watched it then. And I, when you guys were like, oh, let's review Mortal Kombat this week, I'm like, oh shit, I don't really remember a lot of that movie. So, and that's not a good thing in general, it's you know? Not. But so that's I had the, to like go watch a recap to make sure I remembered all the things I hated about it. I just don't think there's a lot to it. There really isn't. The, the, the sets aren't interesting, the characters aren't interesting. The costuming, I mean, there's a couple of things that are cool, but mostly it's very meh. No, and I actually think a lot of the sets in the first movie were more were better done than this. There's at least variants in in the fights areas. You know what I mean? You had like, they were the more ambitious. You had like this fight uh, with yeah. Goro in like a ring, and then you had the the Sub Zero fight that was in like a throne room. I mean, mm-hmm. you got a lot of like more true to Mortal Kombat varied locations for the fights. 
Um, I, so yeah, I think in this movie it was they were trying, yeah, and they they didn't do well. Is a disappointment overall. Mm-hmm. And like, if the second movie comes out, I'll probably watch it, but only because my favorite character is going to be in it. That and I, and hoping that it's better than the first one. Yeah. Well, they've they've got more planned. They've got like four more of them planned. So we'll see how many of those get made. I guess. <laughs> I can't even believe that they have they, they haven't even for sure greenlit a second one, have they? So no, they so. just said that they have them planned out and i feel like we're going to see another one because this one did take the box office for the first like two weeks and uh it all like it it pulled in money so well let's let's see how much we're talking here so the budget like i said was 55 million and it's made worldwide almost 73 million so not like a it's it's a hard comparison because COVID's still going on it's about a 50 50 split between domestic and the rest uh rest of the markets so it's it's hard to say i don't know i don't know i don't know if they can justify it because the truth is it needed more than a 55 million dollar budget to do what they were trying to do yeah and they'll probably be even more ambitious in the sequels so and i I, can you give them a hundred million dollars i just don't think you can not with what they've shown here. I, I I didn't see potential here. I saw a wasted opportunity. No, I'm with you. You know, there's been a lot of movies we've seen and talked about. We're like, yeah, you know, if they had like 20 million more, they could have fixed X, Y, Z. And this would have really made it, you know, top tier. We've, we've had those conversations. I don't, I don't know what the problems were here. Money is certainly some of it, but I think this needed like a hundred million dollars. Well, they certainly need more money to hire somebody that had better choreography. I mean, or they could do better choreography because this one was, like you guys said, the jump cuts are all over the place. Mm-hmm. That's when your movie is literally a fighting game where, mm-hmm. like, all you do is fight, you kind of need good choreography. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need interesting fights. Yeah. That yeah, are, that are good to watch, that feel good to see. Yeah. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. and you know we, we've we've watched a lot of martial arts films and usually they don't get great budgets either so i'm not sure that money is a fair excuse in that particular area special effects sure goro and reptile don't look good because you didn't have enough money for it but, but we could have forgiven that if like everything else was good we've forgiven right. bad cgi in, in good movies before totally yeah many times mm-hmm. it was just you know just another thing on top of another thing exactly yeah it piles up I mean, I don't know if there's anything else to say about it. No. No. Okay. Well, next week, we are going to check out New Mutants. It is finally on HBO Max, and we can (laughs) all watch it on a platform that we already pay for. Uh, This movie was delayed 800 times yeah it was supposed to come out in i think 2012 uh, yeah it's been on our podcast list of episodes forever every year since the podcast started Mm -hmm. why is a 20th century fox film that got purchased you know that was part of an acquisition with disney sitting on hbo max it just makes no freaking sense 
licensing deals, man. I just don't get it. Why do the Christian Bale Batman movies switch between every platform every other month? They're not on know? Disney Plus. I'll tell you that. They're not on Disney Plus. Some months are on Netflix. Some months are on Hulu. Some months are on Amazon Prime. They're definitely not on HBO Max, though. <laughs> <laughs> Even though Warner Brothers owns HBO. Uh, it's yeah. Streaming rights are confusing as hell, aren't they? But yeah, we're going to do New Mutants next week. We're finally going to look at the final x-men movie in the 20th century fox marvel universe yep that's what we're doing any final thoughts this week no thank you all right that's fair that's fair all right so like i said new mutants next week thank you to everybody who joined us live remember you can do that tuesday nights at 9 p.m eastern on our facebook page or You can join our Facebook group, the Screen Heroes Podcast Forum, where we talk movies, TV, news, uh, we have polls and memes, you name it, we got it. Come talk fun entertainment stuff with us. If uh, New Mutants is not your thing, then the following week we'll be checking out Army of the Dead, the new Zack Snyder Netflix zombie film with Dave Bautista. So that's coming down the pipe. If new mutants isn't your thing, we are the screen heroes podcast. You can find all of our links at screen heroes.com. I am Derek. You can find me at the star Trek dude everywhere. That social media is there. Ray, where can people find you? I'm at siren Ray and Ryan. What about you at Buster props? All right. Well, thanks again, everybody. We are the screen heroes podcast. We will catch you next week. Have a good one, everyone. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.